right. Hopefully this might work this time. Oh, my Lord. I don't know what's going on. I just did a, a t for 10 minute rant and I don't think anybody's heard it. I don't even know whether it recorded or not. It's a, it's a strange thing. Anyway, we'll see. I might I might have to I might have to redo that at home. That's uh I can't even double check on here whether it's whether it's recorded or not. But the settings are alright. Let me change change that to that. The real tech. Yeah, that needs to be on there, doesn't it? That needs to be there. That one needs to be there, I think. All right, South Oz, hopefully you can hear me this time. Let me know if you can, mate. Yeah, come on in. Come on in. Danny, I can hear you now. You were on green, but it was completely silent there for a bit. I just did a 10 minute rant. <laughs> I was just ranting away quite happily to myself. <laughs> Sat with a cup of coffee in a cafe, just gibbering on endlessly to myself. That's the way the world is at the minute for me. I'm just, uh, oh, I can't be bothered with it, man. It's still, it's all doing my head in. <laughs> the whole thing is just a complete pile of shit, as far as I can see. Yeah, I've done hour, two hour broadcast where I've done the same. When I used to do pre-records, I used to forget that when I left to go and play something, it would automatically cut it out. So I'd be there in there rambling on, playing videos and stuff, and <laughs> had no show going at all. <laughs> No, I know. I was doing a music show last night, and I have to change the settings when I do the music show. So then, if I don't change, well, I don't have to, but it should default back to whatever the normal settings are. But obviously, it didn't work this morning for some reason. I don't know what's going on with it. I can't be bothered with it. I'm just, I'm just messing about with a cup of coffee when it comes down to it. So it doesn't really matter that much. But hopefully, if it's recorded, I, that if I've got a recording of what I've just said, then I'll use it as a script for Saturday. Well, I'm doing the new show in the morning, and I'm doing music shows kind of early afternoon time, my time, which is breakfast breakfast for the States, and then 10 o'clock in the evening, my time, which is 5 o'clock for the States. So, but it's, it's like I'm, get, I'm getting new subscribers with the music shows, so <clears throat> that's obviously, it's a reasonable time to do them. So I'm going to keep doing them, but... Uh, I don't know how I'm going to fit in looking for work and actually earning a living while I'm doing this stuff. Because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's starting to take over my life. Yeah, I know. Do you, um, do, do you still broadcast out on another platform? You used to, last time we speak, you were doing one or two somewhere else apart from here. Yeah, I'm, I'm still on Rev Radio on Saturdays and I've just, I've just uh, put the music show on the schedule. So I'm doing one, one show a day but I, I haven't worked out the technical stuff I was I was broadcasting last night 
And because it goes through Skype, I've got a Podbean running and Skype running. Skype doesn't pick up the sound without a, without a screen share, which means it's putting pressure on the, the processor on the laptop. So I don't know. I'm going to have to run two two laptops, one with Skype on it, one with Podbean on it, and link them, link them into the the other tech. So it'll, it'll work in the end. It was the first show that went out on Rev Radio, and everybody at Rev Radio knows that I'm incompetent with technology, so they don't care that much, but because they, they know it's just not going to work the first few times, do you know what I mean? Because mm. everybody's like that. Everybody's like, the first, the first, like, the, when I first started doing me, me Saturday show, the first six months was out utter garbage, because it was just like the, the Wi-Fi, was, I was on my phone, I didn't even have a laptop at that point. I was just sitting in my living room with the phone, ran, like, talking into my phone I, I didn't have any op- option to play videos or anything so i was just talking for an hour and uh fortunately they didn't record the first three months of it so i got I had a chance to actually get get good at it without the without the the embarrassment of having it all recorded and it's just it's fun anyway i mean nobody cares on rev radio you can you can Get away with almost anything. As long as you don't swear, you can get away with anything on Rev Radio because everybody has tech issues all the time with Skype. So, You know, I, I use um, Telegram quite a bit because what I'll do when I record a broadcast, I'll, I can send it. I found I can send it straight from my recording, export it straight to Telegram, and then I use it on my three devices to add to my phone or my computer because... I use Telegram like a little mini bloody hub um, to shuffle things around, and it's real handy because if you're on um, Patreon or something, you can just go. Because when, say for instance, if I do a show now, I'll save it straight to Telegram. Then I can go on my phone and save it from there onto my phone, or send it anywhere from there. But the beauty of it is, if you've got Patreon or I guess any other apps, you can go straight to your. Um, after yeah, you can just in Telegram, save it into your file, and then you've got it permanently on your file on every device you've got from Telegram. So that's handy. Yeah, I need to. I need to look at distributing everything properly. I'm. I'm pulling the the music shows. I'm pulling on Mixcloud at the moment, but there's no. I mean, I've got twenty five subscribe, twenty five people following me, but nobody's giving me money. So I don't. I don't know how the how the business model works over there. But I've I've put it to three three pounds a month, which is like the price of a cup of coffee. Yeah. So it's not. <laughs> it's not exactly a not exactly a big ask, but. <laughs> I've been with Podbean since 2015, I found out the other day, and I was got one donation since then was $1, and then that was retracted out of my Patreon. <laughs> so I've got nothing. <laughs> and I've even bought Podbean me things and donated to myself. That's how desperate I got. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, uh, and I've just got to the fan club level, so I've just got to level two after, after a year of hard labor. So actually, we've got people coming in. Hi, Man Cave. Do you want to cook? Do you want to jump on? Say hello. Or are you are you driving? Welcome to the room. Anyway, um, yeah, it's it's a strange one. Ah, uh, no worries. And we'll, we'll just keep talking shit, and you can listen and and nod approvingly. Yeah. So I'm the only business model I've got is. Uh, is on Mixcloud, so I'm hoping that people will, will find the music shows on Mixcloud, and I might get a few quid that way. But I don't know. 
I don't know whether it'll work or not. It's just a it's just a theory at the minute. So I'm posting. I'm, I'm going to have to post some free shows to get people interested because I don't think they even see it if you put it in a like a private like the mem- members members only or whatever. I don't think it, I don't know whether it shows up. I shall talk to Man Cave about it because he's doing the same thing with Mixcloud that, that I'm doing at the minute. So I shall talk to him at some point and pick his brain about how how the business model works over there. But I'm guessing that most of the time, these these ideas for for pri- like private shows and all the rest of it, I'm guessing don't produce very much income for anybody because everybody just does this shit for love, don't they? When it comes down to it, you do it for love. And if you if you're making enough money to cover the cost of your coffee, then that's a bonus, really. All I'm all I'm asking for is one cup of coffee a day. That's all I'm asking for. Do you know what I mean? Like five, ten people, ten people signing up would be enough to cover me for the week for me coffee. So that's all I'm really asking for. At, well, at the minute, once I've got to the point where I'm covering the coffee, I'll start thinking about asking for something else. But uh, it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, at some point I might jump on with Dina Joe or jump on with the old man, but I haven't, I haven't so far. I'm just letting, I'm just kind of, I'm, but I'm in there two or three times a week anyway, so they know, they know who I am. And Dina Joe was in, in on the show I did on Saturday, so I don't think she'd have any trouble with me jumping on to promote, promote stuff. So hope, hopefully it'll, it'll get the word out. Sorry, mate, hang on two seconds. Uh, she was on the old man's podcast. I remember from yeah, she's not on there now though, is she? No, she's doing her own show. It looks like she's doing a show uh, three times a week. It's Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I think. It, it's a bit in, uh, intermittent. I'm only ever the, I'm only ever there a couple of times a week, so I don't always catch it. But uh, like she's she's popping into my shows on my music shows, particularly she likes. So. I don't think she'd have any trouble with, with me promoting those. And uh, uh, it's it's called different things every day. It's called uh, Motivation Monday on Mondays. I mustn't have her on my follow list. I must. I'll look her up next time and follow her because I haven't seen her shows. Yeah, the shows. The, she does good shows. She does good interactive kind of quiz-based shows and music-based shows. I like them. It's it's nice and nice and light stuff. Very, it's very friendly as well. Does she have someone that sits by her side, runs shotgun with her, or does she go solo? No, it's solo. Well, she's a, a son sometimes on Fridays. Yeah, man, cave. I will. I'll jump. I'll jump onto the old man's podcast on Friday, and I'll I'll promote on there. I will because he he's he's quite happy for people to promote on Fridays. No, he has no trouble about that at all. Um, so yeah, um, I mean, it's all you can do is just keep keep plodding along, be be as consistent as you can, and wait for people to find it. That's and 
obviously I'm I'm doing obs- ob- the most obscure music you can possibly imagine at the moment because I'm just having fun with it. And I was playing last night. I found a piece. I found a piece of Jordan Peterson that was 27 minutes long. That was basically just a rant against Twitter. So I put that. <laughs> I put. I put Osric tentacles over the top of it and just played that. And it was and, and like it didn't. It didn't really work. It worked in my kind of terms because I was just having fun with it. But I don't know. Nobody stayed. There was about 20 people jumped into the room. And listen for twenty seconds, and they're going, "What the fuck is this garbage?" And then just leave. And I, but I was having fun with it. I found it about half an hour before the show started, and I was listening to it, and I thought, "All right, that'll work with Osric. So I'll do that." And uh, to me, it works because it means that I can play and play the news clips with music behind them, and it's kind of it's got a little bit of something else to it it's not just music and it's not just news clips because i go i get bored with news clips i need to do something with them i need to i need to either cut them up and make them i don't know what i need to do with them but at the moment i'm just putting osric tentacles behind them to to make them a bit more listenable Sometimes you can break up if they're a bit long too. You can break them up and run them through the show a bit here and there. And they're sort of like, if they finish on a certain topic, you can sort of roll with it later on. So it sort of breaks your broadcast up a bit as well, I find anyway. And just sitting there for like a half an hour or 45 minutes, just the one thing, then jump backwards and forwards to it. That can sort of break the boredom, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I do that on Saturdays. On Saturdays, it's like 10 minutes of some of me, then 10 minutes of somebody else, then 10 minutes of me. And that, that kind of works because you're not listening to the same voice all the time. It, it shifts it a little bit. It shifts the energy a little bit. It does, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying my best more to be a bit more vocal because I was the opposite. I hardly spoke at all now. And so I find, you know, people come to want to listen to you and that as well. So oh, I'll do some readings and stuff like that. I know, you know, the whole thing of podcasting and that sort of thing. Anyone can go listen to something else, but they come to maybe have a listen to you, have a rant and bloody, you know, yeah. Yeah, but I've got I've got my rhythm for the Saturday show now, so I know exactly what I'm doing on the Saturday show without even thinking about it because I'm using the same people. So it's different clips, it's different clips every every week, but I'm using the, the same source, so it, it makes it consistent and it makes it more kind of it's easier for people to get if it's. If it's the same format, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Because it's because it's the same voices every week. People, people like that. Anyway, I, I don't know. It's taken me, but it's taken me two years to find the right people to play. So it's like they, they, these. I didn't know these people existed two years ago. So I was just kind of working it out as I went along. But now that I know they exist, and I'm I'm okay with with the source of it. If I'm okay with the source, I know it's going to be consistent and there's there's a little bit of potential for swearing in there, so I have to keep an eye on it. But uh, I, I can play them without listening to them beforehand, so I know I know roughly what they're going to say and I know how they're going to say it. And it fits with the way that I think, so it kind of fits in with my style of stuff. Do, do you ever bring on people like, um, just as a one-on-one, just to have like an interview? Do you do... Like, at all, like it actually just gets yeah, now, yeah, there's 
there's a few there's a couple of people from rev radio that i, I that i bring on as guests uh, like once a month or so if you want to come on you're welcome to come on if we can get the timing right for it it'll be f- it'll be four o'clock in the morning your time though or something because it goes out for unless we record record an interview like somewhere else we can record it on here and then i'll just play it that's probably the easiest way to do it if you like, if you want to have a an hour's conversation, and I'll I'll just I'll I'll break it up into clips or whatever, and and mix it in with what I'm what I'm already doing. So what do you use now as your main base? You, you, do you use a laptop or do you use uh, your phone now? Or, oh, down the phone. Uh, so lap, I've, yeah, I've 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 got a a, a newish laptop that was bought new. It was about I've had about three months. And I've got a, I've got, I bought the Roadcaster Pro Two, which is a, a really nice piece of kit, but it's, a, it's quite expensive. In fact, it's very expensive, but you can do good stuff with it. That's what, that's what's really given me the option to do the music shows because I can, I can, I'm using it. I'm kind of, it's got smart pads on it, so it's got, it's got pads for jingles and stuff on it. But there's enough memory on there. There's enough hard drive space that you can record songs onto it. So I'm just recording the music I want to use for the show, and then I just hit the pad, and it and it it plays from the roadcaster, and which means that I can sit, I've got plenty of time to set up the next thing if I want to play something from YouTube afterwards or whatever. It gives me like I don't have to try too hard if I if I pre-record everything that I want to use. It means I can just hit a random random smart pad and I know there's going to be a good song on it. So I don't even have to think about what I'm playing because I've already thought about it beforehand. But it, it suits me and it's, it's good tech. It means I've upgraded my microphones and everything so I've got a proper, like, proper microphone running into a proper audio mixer, running into a new laptop. And then, but the the Wi-Fi is still rubbish. So the Wi-Fi is the weak link. I need to sort that out. Once I've got the Wi-Fi sorted out, then then I'm on a consistent level for the show. But at the moment, the, the recordings go in and out all the time and and stutter and all that. So it's not ideal, but it's the best I can do for what I've got. I'm, you can only upgrade. It, well, yeah, there's. I haven't got a. I'm using a hotspot. On my phone, so I can't I can't hardwire it until I get a until I get a broadband in with a modem. Then then I can run an Ethernet cable from the from the roadcaster straight into the into the into the modem. But it's gonna like I've I've got to sort that out. That's the next thing that I've got to sort out. It's another forty quid a month though, so it's like I can only upgrade one thing at a time. And the the key thing for me was to get. Like, I know, I know, it's been sounding rubbish for the last two years, but there was nothing I could do about it. So I got a little bit of money in. For, I, 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 I've signed up to I signed up to sue the bank for for being twats, basically, for the last however many years, and I got a thousand quid in compensation. So I've used that basically to upgrade all my kit or as much kit as I can for the radio stuff. So. It's it's like it's the best I can do, and until another opportunity comes up to to sue the bank <laughs> or whatever, then I'm, I'm running on fumes again 
for a little while until the next thing comes in. But at least I've got the kit now. So I'm not going to have to change this kit for hopefully for about three years because the laptop will last me a couple of years. The roadcaster should last me three or four years at least before that starts to get get to capacity. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a nice it's a really nice piece of kit. It's a bit it's a bit too colourful for me. It's like it's very it's 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 drop dead simple. I don't who I don't know who you are, Saf, Safosh. Uh, if if you if you if you're going to come in, then stay and have a conversation in chat first. I'm not just bringing you up to talk and without knowing who you are. That's the rules in here. So you're welcome to stay and talk in chat, but I'm I'm not bringing you up to talk without knowing who you are first. And plus, we're in the middle of a conversation. So uh, either way, you're welcome to stay. Sign, subscribe, and you'll find out when the next shows are. When I, when I know who you are, when we've had two or three conversations in chat, then you can come up and talk. I've got no problem with it, but not until. Uh, that's the way I'm doing this at the minute. So it's it's got to be selective. It's got to be the quality. Like, do you know what I mean? The quality's got to be good. I've got to know what you're going to say. I've got to know, roughly speaking, what you're going to say and how you're going to say it before I let you speak. That's the way the, That's the way the world is. That's the way my Podbean world is, and that's the way it's there. Um, yeah. Sorry, I, I got off. I got off on one there for a second. Um, I'm in that kind of mood. I'm in a ranty mood today, and I don't know why. I've only had I've had one coffee, but I haven't been awake that long. I'm just kind of I'm fl I'm flown flown with whatever's. Like, I'm not I'm not censoring myself today at all. It's I think it's Liz Trust has done it. It's the bloody Tory party elections is over and done, and I'm so fucking relieved that I'm just talking because <laughs> it's just been so it's been so mental that I really didn't have anything to add to it because it's just been ridiculously bad all the way through. She's she's going to end up taking us to war. It's almost inevitable. We'll end up in a direct kinetic war with Russia within the next couple of years. Well. I'm, I don't think it's a hundred percent certain, but I think it's about forty percent likely that we'll end up in a kinetic war because we're already almost in a kinetic war. The only thing that we don't have is boots on the ground. We're doing everything else. We're training the Ukrainians. We're giving them weapons. So the only thing, the only thing, and we've got military advisors in there, which is always the first sign of, of boots on the ground, isn't it? So. Hasn't has Russia got most of the gas ports coming down from Russia into Europe? So they could block them off, couldn't they? It's down for maintenance at the moment, but the, the Canadians wouldn't let it... At, like, the Canadian version of Siemens was repairing a turbine for them, and oh, it didn't come back. So whatever maintenance they're doing is extended until they get this... Tur they basically turned the gas off to get this turbine back that they need for the pipeline. Yeah, they could, but they, well, the the Germans have already brought breached contract anyway, so um, the contract's already broken basically for the gas. So it's it's ridiculous. I think the Russians wouldn't turn the gas off 
if the Germans hadn't already broken the contract by or, or the Canadians or whatever it is, all these people who've signed contracts for maintenance deals should be honouring their maintenance deals. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just petty petty minded bullshit. It's like it's schoolyard bullying going on from the West, and uh, it just does my head in. The whole thing does my head in. I don't like. I don't like. Yeah, I think that the Russians work on contracts, so they work on honoring contracts. They're big on it. So, uh, obviously, they want to honor their side until the point where the contract's broken, but it's been broken pretty much now. So, it's like the, the maintenance contracts aren't being honored with Siemens. So, you know, you know what I mean? So, the Germans have, have kicked themselves in the balls, basically. Over and over again, <laughs> they're just repeatedly kicking themselves in the knackers. It's ridiculous. It is, yeah, it is. So it's it's complete. Uh, it's masochism. It's complete masochism. It's it's psychic. It's called psychic masochism. It's a <clears throat> a thing where people sabotage themselves. Uh, I, I did a show a couple of years ago on psychic masochism. I don't know where it came. I don't know where it came from, but. For some reason, I was looking stuff up, and it made sense to me to do a show. So, so I've got one. In, I don't know whether it's in the archives on here or not, but uh, I've got a show somewhere. It must be in the. It must be. It'll be in the archives on on Rev Radio if it's not on here. I'll 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 double check, and if if I can find it, I'll post it, or I'll repost it, because it's psychic masochism is is what's going on, but it's on a on a continental scale in Europe. It's just, it's utterly, utterly ridiculous. The whole thing's, it's like, you're moving forward and then it's its like you've got a, people have got, people have got a death drive. It's like you've got a, a life drive. You've got a libido and then Thanatos. This is all Freud. It, it's absolutely Freud. It's classic Freud. So you, you, you've got a certain amount of life drive and then you've got a certain amount of death drive. But if the death drive is stronger, then the life force turns in on itself and start everything starts to reverse and you start to kill yourself you can't you start to sabotage yourself so it's happening on a on a kind of system-wide european basis they're just they're sabotaging themselves to the point where they're killing people that's the same with the vaccine the vaccine was the same thing it's 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 a manifestation of, of of death drivers of Thanatos, it, it's all it's all classic Freud, and it's like all we can do is just wait for it to play itself out, and then it'll reverse back again. But uh, it's a survival mechanism as well. It's a uh, Jordan Peterson was talking about this somewhere that I was listening to. It's like the the whole human urge to to like tribal survival. It's like you fight the tribe next to you. To the point of to the point of genocide, it's all, it's a survival mechanism to keep to keep your tribe alive, and that's basically what's happening. But it's but it's been turned in on itself, so it's a it's a legitimate drive. It's a le- legitimate drive for survival, 
but it's been it's been reversed and the, the reversal it's a psychological reversal that's another thing i did a short <laughs> a couple of years ago so uh, but it's but it's on a planet-wide basis it's a human species level psychological reversal so like on in individual level it would be making decisions that are that are sabotaging yourself that are keeping you keeping you in a a limited space and then the the, the multiculturalism comes involved with it too because it's sort of um, um, bringing down the society and the cultures and all that 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 main society once had and then mingling it all up and then what happens when they mingle they all go into their own separate um, towns and all that anyway and they all become um, subdivided in their own countries and that so yeah there's it's division 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 all the way down the bloody track yeah, I mean it's 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 a tricky one because it's a psychological thing. It's not it's not even necessarily organised to that extent. It's a it's a human psychological thing. It's a it's an emergent property of of the human subconscious. So the the genocide thing, the fighting fighting the tribe for resources, is is a psychological survival thing. You've got to you've got to have enough resources not to go hungry so that that's a normal human thing um the psychological reversal is when you turn that back on yourself so you start killing your own tribe so that a part of the tribe can survive and that's what the vaccine thing is it's it's killing it's it's culling the herd it's culling the tribe so that the strong survive and the weak don't the weak die off and then that's a normal human thing as well. But it would normally be applied to the tribe next door who was stealing the resources or whatever. So all of this stuff can be explained with Freud. It's yeah. it's fascinating to me. Yeah, but with this scenario too, Dennis, is that they're, um, they're, it's actually from what I've seen, it's more killing the most healthy amongst us, you know, because they are a top performance, their blood's pumping through and everything like that. So it's not just the sickly that are um, getting affected, it's a high rate of actually high gear. Um, Athletic people. Yeah, the athletes, the ath yeah. and ath athletes and 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 military age men is what's happening. That's right. Yep, that's right. So they so they take it. All your best men, they get killed at war because you send them out, the fittest ones, to go fight at the front and that, and that's how um, a very similar sort of scenario when you look at it that way. And then when the war's over, most of your good men are all gone. Yeah, it's it is literally it's military age men that are that are dying off more because they're more affected by the spike protein myocarditis thing. So I don't know whether that's a, a deliberate targeting thing because it's obviously it's affecting the black community as well because they don't make vit as much vitamin D, and that's an issue. So it could it could be because I know the South Africans were targeting genetic weapons at the black community down there. At one point, so I don't know whether this is an, an ongoing thing that's been happening in the background from the days of apartheid. Uh, just they're just reusing it basically, or something like that. I don't know what it is, but uh, there's definitely there's definitely. I don't. It's difficult to say that it's specifically targeted because it might just be generally targeted, but it affects certain people. It could just be an emergent property of stuff. I don't see. I don't like. Given, given agency to people in the shadows, I'd much rather it was an emergent property. But then, 
it may not be an emerging property it might be a deliberate thing but I'm, I'm, I'm maintaining my sanity by making it an emerging property so I don't have to think too hard about how how nasty this shit is flip it around and go okay they're out to kill us and you can see the evidence there you know <laughs> as much as ignorance you could say oh it's just ignorant they don't quite know you can use that but you can see the other side as well that's the the worrying thing i bloody about it all is that um, either side makes a lot of bloody sense yeah the, the, it's it's just it's difficult to it's difficult for me to pass the possibility that that somebody would would take take off three three billion people with a vaccine and i think i don't know and I, I think there's going to be a serious amount of, of problems with cancer that's what i was ranting with when when nobody was hearing me i was rant, ranting about the the possibility of, of a mass mass genocide going on and i don't normally do that but i'm in the mood to do that today um <laughs> so i don't i don't want to give it age I don't want to give agency on that scale to people. I think some of it might be accidental. Some of it might be just psychopathy, basically. That, uh, and then it's it's like it's a combination. It's not just a, a deliberate attempt at mass genocide. There's more going on than that. Some of it, some of it's emergent property of of human psychology. Some of it's just a normal survival process that happens with the human race, where there's a there's a die off on a regular basis, and and people the tribe turns in on itself and and calls the weak. That's been happening for thousands of years. That's not that's not a thing that's true. That's a deliberate thing. It's a survival thing. It's a thing that happens automatically. So I don't want. Yeah, 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 you, you, you're a bit louder now, that's, that's better, um, yeah, so, so the world's a bit of a mess at the moment, is my basic, my basic principle, so I'm ranting against the world as a mess, um, but I'm, I'm doing it by just doing 10 music shows a week, because <laughs> I'm, if I can mix in the news with the music, it'll make it easy. It'll be make it more palatable for people. It'll make it easier for people to digest. I, I find this stuff difficult to digest, so I'm trying to make it easier for me to digest. And by doing that, I make it easier for other people to digest and at least think about. Um, yeah, so I don't know what else I can do. I've, I'm already allocating far too much of my life to this stuff. Um, and I need to find a way to make make money from something so i'm i'm going to just start plugging affiliate products i think and i've done with it I, whether they whether they actually sell or don't sell i don't care at least i've got to be plugging something that's going to potentially sell or i don't know i really don't know how i'm going to pay for all of this stuff i've already spent more money than i've got so it's just gonna it's gonna happen the way it happens but now that I'm, now that i'm set up with a tech to do music shows and the quality of the 
the speed shows is going to improve then it makes it makes sense to focus on this from now until christmas plus last year this was the time that i i added like a 150 subscribers between now and christmas and i'm already the music shows are pulling in subscribers like it's going out of style two new people last night that's good yes people like that chill so, music and that so you don't have nothing no genre you just go on and just play pretty much anything do you um yeah i'm playing it i'm playing anything and everything anything from donna summer to Osric Tentacles with Jordan Peterson over the top of it. It can be literally anything. I was playing jazz last night. I was playing like uh, Pat Metheny and Dave Brubeck. So, and uh, I love Supreme. Uh, the, the Carlos Santana, John McLaughlin live version of Love Supreme is just phenomenal. So I think I'm, I'm going to put that in on a regular basis and see what happens from there. But it's the same tunes, it's the same, I, I warm up with the same tunes, and then I do the show, which is a slightly more eclectic, and then, uh, and then I'll, then I wind down with, with the same tunes, or more or less every time as well, so there's an hour of eclectic stuff in the middle, but I'm starting with U2 and Pink Floyd, and finishing with, where did I finish with, and finishing with the SOS band last night, just be good, just be good to me. So it can be anything from Soul to to Diana Ross. It can be like literally <coughs> avant-garde. <coughs> avant-garde. Two seconds. He was away for a second. Yeah, we just find that music broadcast that um, Marie and I do on a Sunday. You know, just people well, get some good um, downloads after it. And people must be out and interested in that sort of music um, sort of thing. Gets them away, and um, do do you um, talk during it? Do you go okay, or give a bit of history between each song when you play them, or you just sit there and play them? Like I'm just at the moment. At the moment, I'm just playing stuff. Um, But the one I want to focus on is mixing the news clips in. So it doesn't. I mean, I'm not. I'm not bothered about me talking over music. I don't like talking over music. It does my head in it when people are talking over music on the radio it does my head in and i switch it off so i'm not doing that but in between maybe a little bit but it, but the music the music does all the work so it's like you, all i need to do is find the right the right level of clips movie clips and news clips with the right music and then i can use it over and over and over again do you know what i mean so it's just a, it's a it's a process and i'm i'm two weeks into the process and it's getting better last last night was a bit of a dog's breakfast but i expect it to be a dog's breakfast on a fairly regular basis anyway so i'm not worried about that it'll just it'll get better it'll get better as i get used to it and and i get i, it, I mean it took me two years to get into the into the speech show on a, on a saturday to get that down pat and now i've got another one to work through so, but it, this is it. But it, where do you download it? Where do you download the music? The music, from? The music is I, I put it on Mixcloud with a subscription. Oh, yeah. Because they because they yeah. play royalties, they they pay royalties to the to the artists on Mixcloud. So I'm going to try and figure out. I'm going to figure out how to do it live on Mixcloud. 
but at the moment my my tech and my my, my wi-fi is letting me, letting me down it's not a strong enough signal to to maintain a a connection to to mixcloud to do a live show so I'm, that, that's why i'm just posting the recorded version but uh, i don't know i don't know whether people will pay three quid or not they might it's worth a try have you put yourself on patreon at all uh, yeah i'm on patreon i'm on i've been on patreon for years i just i just don't promote it yeah i'm on i'm radio Same projects <laughs> yeah i've been on patreon for years and i just don't talk about it i don't promote it so obviously nothing's happened i've got zero zero patrons but uh i had one donation so, since i've been on it for years yeah and i was crying one night online because no i'm doing all this for free you know off my tits. I, I heard you i heard you you were that was a very powerful show, but you were obviously having a nervous breakdown at the same time, so it was a bit <laughs> a bit concerning. I know. No, this was after that. That was the second time, actually. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. And the poor guy on there, uh, he's like, oh, and next thing I know, he's donated on Patreon, and he put in $20 by mistake, and I went back a couple of days later, it was down to a dollar. Then I went back a week later, and it was gone. <laughs> right. Ah, <laughs> oh, well. So good <laughs> all right at least at least like life's life's turned around a little bit for people it's not as it's not as much as a day-to-day -day crisis going on as there was this this time last year was just horrendous oh, man it was unbelievable oh, uh, it's just like the, the, the level of stress the level of stress am i going to the job center now family lost divisions just freaking crazy no, I know. I tried to bring this stuff up with my mother. I had a cup of coffee with my mother a couple of weeks ago, and she just won't entertain the possibility that there's stuff going on. She just yeah. like she's she's on the vaccine trail, and that's it. She won't she won't have anything else. She she's just she's on the BBC propaganda routine, yeah. and she used to work for the for the health service. Don't you come to Christmas if you haven't had the experimental injection? Oh, I don't think she'd be that bad. Yeah, I don't think she'd be that bad. But uh, but she's certainly not entertaining the possibility that the vaccine might not be a, a positive thing. As far as she's concerned, the NHS is doing is is keeping people alive. They're not killing people, according to me, mother. So I've kind of yeah, I've kind I've kind of given up on my mother now. So. It's, it's coming to terms, isn't it? You know, you can tell people and all this and that. And, and then I, I reached that point where I just come to terms with it all and just said, well, if this is how it is, this is how it is now. What, what can I do? I can yell, scream, I've done all that, bloody but No one's, they're doing their own thing. I'll just let them be. And took all that stress away, man. I let, let it be on their shoulders, not mine. And um, that was a good relief psychologically as well. Hello. Yeah, it's uh, it's a tricky one. I was hoping my mum would be open to it, driving a conversation, but she wasn't. She closed me down completely. She closed it. She closed the, con the conversation totally down. She wouldn't have any of it. And then we were just like sitting. She was talking, and I was just sitting, not really listening at that point. It was a bit of bit of a nightmare, but uh, it'll sort itself out. Yeah, that'll sort itself out, but. Honestly, is there's only so much you can do. It's like you can't save the world, so save yourself and the people around you. But you can't save the world. 
Yeah, my brain's fried. Right, so they are just random. Uh, there is that option. There is that option. I don't drive though, so if I was in the hills, I'd be stuck. At least in town, I can move around. And everything's walking distance. Alright, so just to let you know, um, I post the the archive of the live the live music shows that I'm doing. I post on Mixcloud. And I'm on Buy Me a Coffee and I'm on Patreon and I'm on Subscribestar as well. So if anybody wants to pay three quid for the archive of the shows, you're welcome to do it. Um, the place to do that is Mixcloud though, and if you can, you can support what I do in all the other places, but I'm, I'm not. Po I haven't been posting the archives to anywhere else. So the only the only business plan I have at the moment is Mixcloud. That's that's the business plan for the music show because they pay royal they pay the royalties for me. So I don't have to think about getting a license. I can just do it, record it, post it in the archive as a as a members only thing, and they take care of the the royalties. But I will I will at some point do I've, I've done a couple of live shows, but they only have the last twenty minutes, and then my Wi-Fi gives way. So then it's not practical until I've got proper broadband in here to do them. Freedom Warrior and, and Random Bloke, if you want to jump on, you're welcome to join in the conversation. We're just we're just chattering really at, at the moment. I was ranting, I was, but I, I was ranting and nobody could hear me. So um, I've I've done that. I'm hoping it was recorded and then I can use it as a script for Saturday. I've got twenty five people following me. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping one of those people will, will uh, stump up three dollars, three pounds, and be a member. If, if I can, once I work out the conversion rate, I know how many, how many subscribers I'm putting on with the, with the music shows. On Podbean, then I, I need to work out how many subscribers I'm putting on on Mixcloud. Hi, Lawrence, are you, are you there? Right. I'm not hearing you. If you if you're talking, I'm not hearing you. Right. I'm not. I'm still not hearing you at this end. All right. While Lawrence sorts out your sound or whatever it is that's going on, I'll just keep talking. So, um, the. The business the business model is three three pounds per month for the arc I think it's per month for the archive. Yeah, he probably just needs to reset his pod B. I'll tell you what I'll 
I'll take him off the list on here. I don't know. Can I take him off? I must be able to take him off. Disconnect. There we go. If I disconnect him and then he comes back in, he'll get better sound, won't he? So. Yeah, so um, the, that's the only business model I've got, really. It's the only, and plus, Patreon, if anybody supports me on Patreon, that'll cover the cost of Patreon, plus the next person gets me some money. But yeah, Mixcloud was, was all right. It's, uh, it's built up 25 people without me doing anything on there, so because it's musicians and DJs, they, they automatically support each other as well. It's kind of like Podbean in that respect, as people support each other. So it's a good community that way. Right, what I'm going to do, I'm going to stick a, a clip on and get another cup of coffee.
Alright, uh, I just spilled coffee all over myself. So I'm not having the best day in the world. Alright, is Freedom Warrior back? No, he's not. Alright, South Oz, are you still with us? So, I've got hot coffee all over my trousers. I don't know why I'm in the talking mood today. I don't normally talk anywhere near this much. But for some reason, I've gone into... <laughs> Not quite the equipment, random bloke. Not quite the equipment, but uh, close enough to be con of concern. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, I'm having a strange day, so I might as well just continue having a strange day. I'll post this show, though, definitely. It's a, uh, it's a fun one. I wonder where Lawrence went, he must have something going on. <clears throat> let's, uh, let's have another look at, at Bichu. See what else we've got. I've done a speech, I've done David Starkey. Alright. Oh, that's too short. I'm not interested in Meghan Markle. Um, so this is the thing about live shows. I can just start. <coughs> I tell you what, I'll have a look at the entertainment section. It's always something to talk about in the entertainment section in Bitchute. So I will, I think I will do a 10 o'clock talk show for as long as as long as it holds up, I can do it from home. If my Wi-Fi is working properly, then I can get away with doing it random bloke. Don't get me started on this trust, honestly. What a fucking nightmare she's gonna be. You can tell, you can see it. You can see it. She's a chancer. She's as much of a chancer as Boris Johnson is, and as much of a warmonger as Boris Johnson is. And she'll just do what she's told. The military-industrial complex will they'll tell it to go to war, and she'll go to war. She's got no... She's there because she's got no sense of who she is. She's probably being paid a huge amount of money on the side as well to, to do the weapons sales thing. By British Aerospace or whatever. I've got no evidence for that. I just uh, have a feeling that there might be some weapons sales commission involved in all of these things I'm not about to take on the military industrial complex because I, I value my life too much but uh, there's definitely some dodginess going on with Liz Truss now a 10 minute rant I did with nobody hearing it Nobody heard it at all, so I'm not going to do that again, but uh, 
Let's have a have a look at the entertainment section on here. There's a lot of a lot of westerns. I know the Blazing Saddles was on here because I used that on Saturday. It's part of the show on Saturday. Um, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. That looks like it might be worth playing. Let's see what this is. This is a trailer. Some, some, it looks really strange. So this is Winnie the Pooh as a serial killer. It's a bizarre concept. This is literally is Winnie the Pooh as a serial killer. It's called Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. I'm definitely using using that on Saturday. There's no doubt that's going in the show on Saturday. <laughs> I don't know whether that's a real movie or whether it's a piss take or what it is. It's just a bizarre concept that I, I immediately get drawn to. So that, that could just be a piss take trailer, but if it's a real movie, then it was literally a, a guy dressed as a bear with a knife in his hand chasing people in a swimming pool. It's, um, it's Winnie the Pooh as a serial killer horror movie, chasing Christopher Robin. It's uh, yeah, it's dark. I, I come up with I come up with some stuff like that, like um, now and again. At one point when I was at work, I was I was taking the piss out of people who were watching Love Island. And I came up with a a cannibal version called Liver Island, in which uh, the audience was phoning in on a Friday to vote for who should be eaten by the rest of the cast. And they didn't, the, the people I was working with did not like that idea at all. But it was literally just a, a, a dark version of Love Island. 
It's like you're voting for the person you want them to eat. So last man standing is the is the the guy you don't want them to eat, basically, or the woman you don't want them to eat. And I, and I, I ran with that for about four months while while Love Island was on TV because we were talk, talking about Love Island endlessly, and it was doing my head in. So I had to just subvert it. I had to to survive in there. So it would have just been endless conversations about Love Island. Yeah, I mean, potentially we could do that. We could do it on Podbean. We could we could do it as a as a thing on Podbean, Liver Island. Just get half a dozen of us on a on a call and invite the audience to to vote on who gets eaten on a Friday night or whatever. It would and it, it would it would work because nobody's actually going to get eaten. Obviously, it's a piss take. But, uh, yeah, there was another one I came up with. There was a, a Halloween fancy dress competition at work a couple of years ago, and I came up with this um, this thing I was calling the, the Texas Chipmunk Massacre, which was, uh, which was me dressed as a monk wearing a skull mask and carrying a, plastic, carrying a chainsaw. So that I thought was quite amusing. I won fifty quid in the competition for for the the fancy dress. I don't think anybody really got the concept, but to me, it was Alvin chasing the chipmunks around with a chainsaw because obviously they're so annoying those little fucking chipmunks that he's going to go insane eventually and just want to massacre them. So I thought, well, that's that's the concept, isn't it? It's Alvin. Alvin doing the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so it has to be the Texas Chipmunk Massacre. It made total sense to me. There was another one as well. There was a nice, there was a, a food van. What was that? The, the New York Deli. So I had a thing going on where there was a New York Deli something. That wasn't serial killers though. That was something else. I can't remember that one now. I'll have to think about that one. Well, that kept me going for ages as well. And plus, I used to imagine alien invasions going on on the on the industrial estate. I had a whole sequence. Oh, it was a it was a smuggling ring. That one, the New York New York Delhi thing, was a smuggling thing. So it was a. A delivery place opposite um, and they used to get deliveries on a Thursday so my thing was uh, the delivery was delivery was, was weapons I was doing a whole kind of fight fighting a technocratic system using using weapons delivered by the New York deli which was a burger van random look I'm just I'm just rabbiting on yeah I'm just rabbiting on it's like we we all get a get a look inside of your creative dark mind, like I said. 
that that was when I was stuck in a call center six hours a day, eight hours a day. Right. You've got to yeah. turn it. You've got to turn it into something else just to survive. I had this whole fantasy world going on where where there's uh, there was weapons being run through this burger van, and then there was weapons being delivered when when the beer when the beer barrels arrived up going opposite into this warehouse. So it's a real ale wholesalers. So they get they get ales from all over the world. So open only on a Thursday. The delivery was a Thursday. So that was the most exciting day of the week because I had the New York deli van and the, the beer delivery. So that was just like a huge, that's a huge revolution. It's a rebellion going on. It was basically Star Wars going on in, on the industrial estate in my head because I was sat by the window. Yeah. <clears throat> but it was, was it actually uh, based on some real life experience i mean was there actually a delivery being done on thursday or did you yeah yeah no the delivery was being okay. done yeah, the, yeah, yeah. No, I, I i used the fact that the delivery delivery was happening to to build right. all this fan fantasy world on it <laughs> so it's cool. like so yeah. so every thursday i would get this boost in my psyche because i knew there was going to be a delivery of guns going in up in the warehouse opposite <laughs> so i'll just be sitting amusing myself with this fantasy world <laughs> what's going on in there it's sort of a exactly. ring across the street exactly that's exactly right because it was obviously something there's some there was up there was more deliveries going on than there was coming out so there was something going on in there i don't know what it was yeah. but uh yeah it's it's my my once my head gets moving with stuff it's a, it's a, it's a big world. It's a big fantasy world mm. inside my head. Right. I think well, that's, that's survival. Uh, I'm not sure, but I think that's uh, sort of an indication that you're, uh, uh, that for, uh, that you're kind of a smart person, because <clears throat> usually, at least that's how I, um, how I understood it, is that creative minds usually are the most intelligent one as well, and. I don't know what I'm, I'm, I'm a re I'm a reasonably sharp cookie, but I'm I'm, I'm a bit yeah. slow sometimes. I'm a bit slow on the uptake, so it takes me a while to get what's going on. But once my pattern recognition stuff kicks in, then I can I can roll with it. That's where I am with yeah. this new world order stuff. To all the pattern recognition stuff's kicked in, so I'm I'm seeing it. It's all confirmation bias, but I'm seeing it everywhere now. I'm okay, seeing it. By pattern regulation. Pattern recognition. You know the thing that makes you paranoid. You start to see patterns everywhere. Oh, okay. It's it's a oh, psychic right. thing. Yeah. It's a it's the same thing that makes people psychic. Okay. It's the same thing that makes people paranoid. It's all right. pattern recognition. But that's uh, based on uh, real life experiences, or is it based on news items that you watch, or things you hear other people say uh, uh well both really well both but there's not really there's not really <coughs> too much real world experience in there it's mostly just news clips and stuff i'm starting mm. to see like a bigger the bigger picture now i was stuck in tactical stuff and when you when you mm -hmm. start to see the strategy you start to see the pattern of where things are where things are leading yeah <laughs> Me, if you see, little... go ahead, go ahead. 
yeah, for me it was always pretty difficult to uh, put all the stuff together, and it still is, to be honest, uh, to uh, to see what kind of different things are going on in the world, and it all um, kind of blends in together, whether it's immigration problems or pandemics or uh, wars, uh, nitrogen nitrogen pro problems and stuff like that. It's it it's all connected, and yeah. I guess that's the that's the um, strategy that is uh, that you could point out to uh, where uh, I, I think global forces uh, kind of show their their the way they're going yeah. with the world. <coughs> yeah, well, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. There is, there is, to some extent, there's manipulation going on and there's pre-planning going on, but some of it's emerging property as well. That it's, Some of it's just opportunism. Some of it is like there's something pops up here, so it's disaster capitalism. Naomi, Naomi Klein wrote, wrote the book years ago about disaster capitalism, about shock doctrine. Like cashing, in, cashing in on disasters, that's, that's what yeah, you mean by that's what. A lot of it, that's where it is, because whoever gets the rebuilding con, look at look for whoever gets the rebuilding contracts for Ukraine, right. and that'll tell you who's yeah. that'll tell you who's behind the war, right. because it's it's a, it's a profit motive, it's it's a profit motive for the whole it's thing. The so whole thing's weird. about the whole thing's about money and power. So once yeah. you once you follow the money. Once you start to follow the money and you start con connecting the dots, everything start. It starts to make sense. It starts to make sense. And I wasn't doing that before. I was. I was looking at things individually. And starting to connect bits yeah. and pieces, but but there's a there's a bigger picture to it as well. Some of it's opportunism, some of it's emerging properties of a system, and some of it's pre-planned. And it's just working out how much of each is going on. Because I don't think it's all pre-planned. I think some of it's opportunism. Yeah, that's right. The opportunity arises on its own, and then they just um, weave it into the the giant uh, scheme of things. Yeah, if it if it's some if it's something that fits the narrative and it's emerge it's an emergent property, it's come out organically from from the system. If it fits the narrative, they'll use it. And I I think they they do. I think Kissinger and Associates, or whoever's behind it, Soros, Kissinger and Associates are the, the two obvious ones. And the the foundation system, they'll jump on anything. They'll jump on a hurricane and use a hurricane. They'll jump on an earthquake and use an earthquake. They'll jump on yeah. a war and use a war. And it's I'm just like... It... That... Go, go ahead, man. Oh, yeah, I'm... You mentioned Kissinger. I, I'm always still surprised that he's still alive because I think he's been around since World War II or something. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, he's 94. Wow. Yeah. So same, he's same kind of age as Soros was about that as well. I'm sure mm. Kissinger's 94. Right. Yeah. I think George Soros is is ill though. I think he's physically ill. I tuned into him about a week week and a half ago. And he was drawing energy like crazy. I think he's really sick. I think he's going to die shortly. Okay, yeah. I don't, I don't have anything else to base that on apart from I was just tuned in psychically to George Soros and he was pulling loads of energy out of me. That's the only, that's yeah. the only basis I've got for that. So 
that's not science, but uh, it's personal experience. Yeah. Are you, uh, because uh, I was uh, always, I, I guess people always end up in world politics, but I was actually calling in because of your, uh, the way you were describing all these uh, Disney-like cartoons or, uh, um, or um, uh, current TV shows that you would uh, put a little twist on there. And that was kind of in, in uh, how would you say, um, uh, I was kind of, uh, uh, su no, well, not surprised, yeah, surprised, but also kind of intrigued because uh, how, do, how people's minds work like that. And it sort of shows maybe that there's always, uh, there's, al there's always uh, a little darkness in every one of us, or maybe some of us have it more than others. But to put a creative spin on it, like that, um, yeah, that's pretty interesting because, uh, of course, it beats um, like actual violent stuff that you that people would go out and do uh, in the streets like that. And um, um, yeah, I was just uh, kind of intrigued by it. Yeah, it's, well, it's part of my shadow work. It's like I've got to warn this stuff. I'm just as much of a genocidal psychopath as anybody else is. I'm quite capable of hitting a big red button that says nuke the world and kill everybody. So, yeah, but it's, it's always, like I, it's I, always a... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's, um, it is, it's part of my shadow work. I mean, it's, it's something I've been doing for a few years off and on. I, but it, it because I was stuck, stuck at work with just the call centre. So between phone calls, sitting with a piece of paper, just writing shit down, and it always goes dark. It always goes dark with me. So it always turns into a mass murder, or it turns into um, cannibalism or something. So I mean, I know. I know that I'm, an, I'm intrigued by that stuff, which is why I'm capable of of talking about genocide via vaccine, because I am fascinated by that sort of stuff. Mm. Yeah. And the people who aren't, the people who, the people who aren't interested, well, I'm, for for long for a lot of time, I was I was avoiding talking about about the dark stuff, but. Mm -hmm. But it, but it was always there. It was always in my head. I was, I was always I was thinking about it. I just wasn't expressing it verbally. But now it's kind of integrated, and and it, it's like, all right, we can be positive. We can find solutions to stuff. We can do personal development work and do all that. But let's name the problem first. And if the, if the problem is psychopathic old men hanging on to money and power because they're frightened of death. If you, if you name the problem accurately, you're halfway to solving the problem. The, the issue we've got is that the problem isn't being named accurately. So until somebody comes up with an accurate name and description of the actual problem that we've got in front of us, we're, not, we're going to be solving the wrong problem. What do you think? Is, is there one central problem to all of this? Well, I think at the moment it's an expression of of Thanatos. It's it's human human species level expression of death drive. Is that so it's a, an emerge. Uh, 
Is it, sorry, is that a Guardians of the Galaxy uh, metaphor? Or? It's Freud. It's Freud. Oh, Freud. Okay. Yeah, it comes. It comes from Greek mythology, but uh, the the basic idea that this I don't know. This may not be true. It might just be me fantasizing. But you've got a you've got a, a drive for life, a drive for reproduction, a drive for a healthy life, and you've got a death drive. Everybody does. Mm. So, so we've got that on a on an individual level, on a on a tribal level, on a on a country wide level, and on a species level. And at the moment, the death drives in charge. So it's not. Is it that may, like it's, survival of the fittest. That idea. Survival of the fittest, but also it's competition for scarce resources. If if you believe that resources are scarce, then you're more likely to kill somebody to get hold of the resources. If you think that there's enough. You're not going to kill somebody, so the, it's it's the idea of scarcity. Is yeah, it to some extent because, as you said, there are uh, psychopathic individuals in the world, uh, and some of us um, keep that keep that keep the bot, the the lid on top of it a bit by uh, creating creative outlet for themselves to write sinister stuff. Uh, during their uh, daily work at a call center, and others actually go go out in the street and kill people. So yeah, yeah, uh, but we're all capable of this. We're all capable of that. If if the if the food supply looks like it's going to be scarce, then you can guarantee that the sweetest eighty-year-old bloke in the world is going to end up killing his neighbor to get food. Hmm. I hope because not. Because. Um, uh, I'm a Christian, and uh, of course, Jesus said that not to kill your neighbor. And um, well, um, I'm not I'm not the most physical able guy to go out kill people. I'm probably the first one to get uh, to get uh, 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 how do you say uh, killed myself. I was trying to find a nice um, creative way to speak about it, but it's not nice or creative. Um, Anyway, uh, I was probably going to be the first one to uh, to be axed. Uh, that was kind of the word I was looking for. And um, so, the, that probably wouldn't be the issue for me that I actually had to kill someone. Maybe I could have tried, but yeah, to to envision yourself as a person who will take another another man's life. Yeah, that's um, that's a whole different level of thinking about yourself, and it. It you have to. You have to, <clears throat> because that. Into the darkness a bit. Yeah, you have to be capable of that. You have to be. Otherwise, you're not capable of. of you just. You're just going to roll over and die. Doesn't mean you've got to do it, yeah. but you've got to know that you're capable of it. Or it's a conscious decision. You say, "Okay, I value my own life uh, less than uh, I value yours." That's a sort of altruistic way that maybe there's no place for that in a situation like that. But uh, I imagine there could be people that 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 um, verbalize it like that, that have a thought process that work works like that. Yeah, I mean, you can sacrifice yourself for the good of the tribe. That's that's yeah. a, that's a valid thing to do. But but if you're not capable of killing, then you're not then you're not sacrificing. You're just being killed. Yeah. You have to be capable of defending yourself and and surviving. To to, you can't sacrifice something that's already going to get killed. You're just accepting the inevitable. You're not 
that's not a that's not a noble thing to do. Well, maybe you have to be careful. Yeah. Consciously, maybe only if, if you, you lay down your weapons consciously and say to another, "Okay, I I don't want to kill you, but if you want to kill me, that's okay. I'm gonna let you. I'm not gonna resist you or try to kill you." Uh, but it's all yeah. Yeah, that's fine, but it's not sacrifice unless you're capable of killing the other person. It's not a sacrifice. Right. If you're capable of killing the other person and you choose not to, that's a sacrifice. Right, yeah. But if you're not capable of killing the other person anyway, they, then they're going to kill you. So you're not sacrificing anything. You're just accepting the fact that you're going to get killed. Yeah, okay. And that's a, diff that's a different psychology completely. This is, this, is, this, is, this is kind of nature... And uh, it's it's Nietzsche versus Christianity, is the is the conversation mm. we're having really, I'd, and I'm not I'm not anti Christianity. I'm not anti sacrificing yourself for the tribe at all, but I don't think that's the place that we're at at the moment. I think we have to be capable of standing up, and if necessary, you've got to be able to, you've got to be capable of decapitating somebody, otherwise right. you're not you're just not going to survive. Yeah. It's it's a the the moment we're in at the moment is survival of the fittest. You, so you've got to you've got to be. A, we're in. A, I'm not I'm not a man who does war. I'm not a man who does war at all. But I'm not going to sacrifice myself for the tribe, because the tribes just excluded me for not being vaccinated. They were they were going to exclude me for the rest of my life for not being vaccinated. So fuck the tribe. I'm not I'm not sacrificing myself. For a bunch of morons who aren't capable of seeing what's going on, I'm looking after myself, and I'm looking after the people around me who can see what's going on. Because that's my tribe. Yeah. Right, you you become a member of a different tribe at that point. If society at large seems you're unfit to uh, be part of it because you didn't get vaccinated, you will go out and find like-minded people and try to build something with them yeah exactly exactly and i know everybody in there is paranoid because i'm i'm a bit paranoid and a bit a bit strange sometimes as well but everybody everybody is and if you've got mm. if, as long as you acknowledge that everybody is the same we're all paranoid we're all capable of killing each other we're all capable of hitting a bit of a big red nuclear button there's no, there's nothing, there's nothing different about me and and Kissinger. There's mm. nothing different about, but with the same person, the dark side of me is Henry Kissinger. Right. I'm just not in a position to, to do what he was doing. If I was in a position to do what he was doing, I would probably do it. Would you? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I would. Maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. Henry Kissinger is a bit of a war criminal type, so I don't know whether I'd go that far, but. It's all it's Machiavellian. It's all it's all just manipulation of human psychology and all that. So I don't know whether I would do it, but I am capable of it, and I know I'm capable of it. Yeah, I'm always um, you, uh, things like this always take me back, like what um, perfectly normal Germans were able to do for Hitler when he asked him to. Or basically commit genocide on uh, on Jews or uh, yeah, it's tricky because yeah, and we're, we're we're not that far away from that situation. I mean, I'm, I was yeah. looking when 
when Wembley was rebuilt, it's about 18, 20 years ago or something like that, I was looking at the cycles and Wembley had, had been around since 1923, I think, something like that. So it was being rebuilt on an on an 84-year cycle. Mm. So I took that, I took Wembley as a symbol of what was going on in the world. So the whole thing's being rebuilt um, on a on a, on a scale of the United Kingdom, at least. Wembley's a symbol of the United of of England. Mm. So I took it as a symbol of England. It's an eighty-four year cycle is the Uranus cycle, astrologically. So that means okay. every every part of the world is being affected by that Uranus cycle, and that, that Uranus cycle was the rise the rise of fascism. So I knew when Wembley was rebuilt that we were heading for the rise of fascism just because I put two and two together and came up with four. I've been expecting this for 20 years. I've been sitting around waiting for it to happen for 20 years. So you, and, do you think fascism is back on the rise? <clears throat> oh, yeah, no doubt about that. that. That whole vaccine thing was fascism. That was medical fascism. Yeah. I call it medical fascism and technocratic, oh, technocratic, no, no, it wasn't technocratic, empathy. Uh, something starting with a T. I can't remember the word I used, but, uh, yeah, medical fascism and, yeah, technocratic empathy, something like that. It wasn't quite the word I used, but it was a, fr the phrase worked at the time. Um, yeah, I've, I've literally been sitting around waiting for the rise of, of fascism for 20 years because I was into astrology at the time, but the astrology told me what was going on. That that Uranus cycle is an absolute killer. Did you trace I it? Yeah, I traced you it trace back it? to... Yeah. I traced it back to uh, the, te the technocratic movement of the 1920s. Mm -hmm. And then... You see that you see that history is repeating itself. Wembley's being rebuilt from 1923. That's that's history repeating itself. So that tells you that everything else is repeating itself. Right, but could you also trace it back another 84 years back in the past before Wembley was? Yeah, that would take us. Built? That would take us to the Crimean War, probably. Yeah, that would take us to the Crimean War. But those are very local issues, of course. It's very hard to, yeah, it's, uh, forgive my uh, um, words, but it's very easy to pinpoint a certain um, uh, occurrences in history and say, okay, is it's that and... and uh, yeah, I'm using that as an example, but there was, re there, was there was a revolutionary impulse going on in the, the 1840s uh, that led to that led to um, revolutions in Europe and the Crimean War and the, all that Austro-Hungarian-Russian thing that was going on that I don't know any okay. details about, but I know there was something going on that was a, a big shift in power. Hi, man, Kev. How are you doing? How are you doing? How are you doing, man? You good? I'm good, yeah. For some reason, I'm ranting today. I don't know why. Sometimes you just got to get it off your chest, my brother. Yeah, I think it's because we've we've finally settled this ridiculous Tory leadership thing, and I'm just so relieved that I now know who the enemy is again. <laughs> that I'm just that I'm just ranting about everybody. I don't blame you, but I'm just going to throw a curveball in there. So you know, right. earlier when I 
saying about the um, mixed cloud. Like about the what? Way, sorry, what mixed cloud. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So make get your set your shows as public, and just promote it as much as you can, and then you might and then put like a, a PayPal page underneath, like a link on the in your description. So All right. Anytime you do a um, a show, so it would be like radio projects, and then blah, 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 blah. And then underneath, like, if you, because with Mixcloud, you don't actually get paid on Mixcloud. You have to do it as like, as a donate page. So yeah. put your link to your PayPal underneath that. And then say like, oh, if you want to, if you want to donate, this is how you get away with it without getting in trouble on it. You just go, if you want to donate to this, to this page, here's a link below of the pay, Mixcloud. And on PayPal, uh, PayPal, on Podbean, you get paid by when people give you uh, like coffees or give you uh, gifts, gifts or whatever, yeah. So that's how you make your money on that way. So sorry to interrupt your conversation there. This is the only time I've got five minutes. So I just no, you're, ab- you're absolutely fine, mate. No problem at all. I was on a bit of a, a anti-fascist rant there, so I'm grateful for the change of topic, I think. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was uh, listening to a bit of it and I thought, here we go. I don't know if I had to come in or not, but I thought if I don't see you again and you wanted to have a quick chat with me, I just thought, let me just do it now. Yeah, always, always do it, man, because the change, the change of direction is good for me anyway. I don't want to get stuck in an anti-fascist rant for the rest of my life. <laughs> just men, them fucking Tories, oh, them fucking politicians. <laughs> Honestly, man, I'm, it's it does my head in so much. It does my head in so much, but. I, Brother, it's good to see you. I'm, I'm going to close this down because I've been here an hour and a half and I was only expecting to do like a 20-minute show. I already did a, a 10-minute rant when there was nobody nobody could hear me. No worries. Well, I'll tell you what, man, I was only just nipping in quickly anyway. So um, I'll let you go back to do what you're doing and uh, I'll speak to you soon, brother, yeah? All right. All right, dude. Have a good day. Right. Thanks Thanks for the help as well. Thanks for your advice. No worries. Anytime, man. Bye-bye. All right, I I am gonna kind of close this down because I don't want to end up in a a circular rant about the world for the rest of my life. <laughs> I really don't want to do that. I'm quite happy taking it to dark places for a little while, but then it needs to be it needs to be positive again. So the yeah, so the the music show is the next thing that I've got to think about. So I'm, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do another show about half past one, two o'clock, something like that. Where it'll be a music show from home. No worries, South Oz man, it's all good. It's all good. I think I'm about wrapping up now anyway. It's fine. Absolutely fine. So I'll, I'm going to do another another one of these tomorrow at 10 o'clock my time. So if you're around, feel free to jump in. Uh, but otherwise, let's, uh, let's get into positive mode. And, and and make the day a good one. Thanks for coming in, random bloke. I appreciate it.